on State Street, across from the historic Chicago Theater. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Carmen and Yurka, live from the old National Bank State Street studio on WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Got a lot of Bears calls rolling in on this uh, athletic report saying that the Bengals would potentially be open to trading T. Higgins for a top draft pick if they get nowhere in contract negotiations. He's still under contract next year, but I don't blame them. They're trying to get him extended. They got a lot of work to do. You figure they have to get Burrow done this offseason, and at some point they got to think about Chase. They want to get T. Higgins done, but apparently his asking price is, according to the Athletic, quote-unquote, outrageous. And because of that, the Bengals are open to trading him for a top pick. So we got some calls on that. We want to uh, get to you guys here in a minute. Uh, also, the Sham Sharani report now uh, inside a week away from the NBA's trade deadline. Kyrie Irving has demanded a trade. You know, he said something to the effect after they lost to Boston this week. Well, they, that team looks like they're wanting to win a championship. I guess that means his team isn't. They're playing without Durant still. Durant's coming back. They're fourth in the right. conference. Yeah. But he's not happy. According to Shams, Kyrie Irving has demanded a trade. Kyrie doesn't seem like he's ever happy. I don't know. I, so I, I I didn't read anything into it, but people were posting uh, screenshots from his Instagram yesterday and the day before, and he was posting a lot of these uh, like a lot of um, motivational speakers mm. on how to deal with like anger like management. Tony Robbins, not like Tony. Mm. I didn't recognize who they were, but it was like how to deal. It's like your anger is mm. something you can. I was like, oh no, oh boy, and now this. Well. He's always good for some drama, so here we go. It makes the trade deadline next week a little bit more interesting. Bulls won last night, but they beat a terrible Charlotte team, or CLT. They, they got revenge. Jerseys are awful. For the loss. They did. In Charlotte they last did. week. Lonzo they got revenge. To, uh, not Lonzo. I wish Lonzo were playing. LaMelo got Lamello. tossed. Oh, yeah? Last night. He was, he was frustrated. I, I can't say I blame him. Kind of a ticky-tack tee that he got, and then he just wouldn't stop, and they yeah. beat him again. Well, it was like point, a minute left. At that point, you just keep going. No, he's like, I'm out. You're going to throw me out for that? All right. Let, With 90 get, seconds left. I'm get my money's worth. You've got to follow the guy, too, and yeah. just torment him and call him bad names. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he uh, he he was getting... <sighs> He was aggravated by the end of it all. Well, I can imagine. Bulls won. They got dinged up again last night, though. Caruso got hurt. Caruso's one of their big trade chips, ankle, I think. Ankle? Yeah. And then P-Will, ankle too, I think. I think they were both ankles. Io, your leading scorer last night. Io was. I know Illini night. Yeah, how about that? Kendall was pissed. Nobody told Kendall it was Illini night. Oh, so he didn't wear the suit, <laughs> he did he? He didn't wear the suit. He didn't wear his orange and blue suit? He went out. He started the post game with golf. And he's irate. Who didn't tell me? I don't, I'm surprised they didn't okay. tell him. Is somebody responsible to tell Kendall well, Gill that it's a line night night? Or is, is Kendall responsible listen, for that? Kendall does the pre and post game. He's one of the most prominent, like, Illini basketball alums in Chicagoland. So when he played for uh, Rich South, I mean, Rich Central, Rich Central. the Olympians, right? And yeah. So they played down there at TF North, the Mighty Meteors of Fractional. Yeah. My brother and, and Donnie Subcheck, the guy that played at Loyola. Uh, they were on that team. They're facing him. And, they played against Kendall. Yeah, one of our other buddies that we grew up with was on that team, and he was a junior. And Kendall went up to dunk, and, and J- Jake was there getting posterized. 
literally with Kendall's junk right, right in his, in his face. face. Right in his face, Kendall's junk. And it's in the it's on the sport the front of the sports section in the Chicago Heights star. Kendall Gill's junk right in Dale's face. Do you guys oh, still have my. that? Oh yeah. That's awesome. Oh no, they have it. That's awesome. That never went away. That's great. That's deep, deep with the with the newspaper yellowing. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But the picture is still vivid. How great was Kendall in high school? Oh, he was I mean, phenomenal. Like those guys, you know. He had a, a Kendall and Keith Gill, whether it was his brother or his cousin. I don't know. Yeah, he is had another right? one. Yeah, there was a second yeah, Gill on that team. Those guys are just. No, they were tougher than nails. Different monsters yeah. in high school, man, I tell you. Uh, let's go to, let's see. Somebody who's been waiting for a little while here. Pat's in Addison on ESPN 1000. Hey, Pat. Hey, how's it going? Good. I think we should sell the draft pick kind of cheap, make it easy for people to say yes. We should trade uh, the first to the Texans for Cooks and their pick, and then maybe trade the second pick for the fourth pick and Pittman. Then we'd have two quality wide receivers, and we could take the defensive linemen we want. Mm, uh, wait, all right, so you're trading one to get Brandon Cooks and their pick and then flip that and go back to four, still get the lineman, but you acquire and get Pittman. Pittman and Cooks. Interesting. I I like Cooks. I You could probably keep for me, how Pat, I'll be honest. Yeah, how expensive is Cooks? I don't know. I don't even know, to be honest. But he's also older. And, but Pittman I like more than most. I know Waddle thinks he's maybe a little bit too much like Claypool. You might be a little redundant right. there. Yeah. Probably not really a number one. Probably not a lot of like fast twitch, big body though. I like him. He had a good catch percentage this year. Did I like not guys, have consistent I, quarterback. I, I, I like play. guys that are big bodied that play big. Brandon Cooks is making twenty six million this year. No, there is a potential out in twenty twenty four. You can keep that. I don't uh, know. He's making twenty four million in twenty twenty. Brandon Cooks is making twenty six million in twenty twenty three. He signed a two year forty million dollar deal. I'm out on that. But, Pat, the other angle is not bad. I Again, I'm probably in the camp that says Pittman. In, I'm intrigued by Pittman a little bit. I'd rather have T. Higgins. Make no mistake about it. And Pittman's still working on a rookie deal? Or? Michael Pittman's on his rookie. This was just okay. his second year, right? I, I'm, yeah. That's why I'm asking. Mm-hmm. All I'm doing is asking, making sure. Well, I'm going to make sure I'm right. That we know I'm, what the hell we're talking about. I'm pretty sure this you know, all these names get thrown down. I don't have their contract information just in my mind. I think this I've is got to look things year. up. Yeah, this was no, no. I'm sorry, Eric. This was his third year, so you're getting close on that one too. You know, you're going to have to after next year. He's a free agent. He was a second rounder, Eric. So I was a year off. My bad. You're. That's a good point. You got to think about that. Though, yeah, right? I'm looking it's, at it's, roster bonuses it's, too. It's the Claypool thing. It's the same year as Claypool. If you traded for Brandon Cooks. The roster bonus and the base salary is your responsibility. You'd be looking at about eighteen three. Eighteen million three hundred thousand. That's much more, much more palatable than what it would be for them. Yeah, the right. Houston Texans are still responsible for twenty six million of that because that's their cap number. Right. The next year it's going to be eighteen three again. Mm-hmm. Or no, it'll be sixteen five because the roster bonus and the base salary are your responsibility. That's a little more palatable for Brandon Cooks. Yeah. If you think Brandon Cooks can play, problem is he's above thirty. It's going to be 30 this year. He'll be 31 next year. Two, yeah, That's yeah. your area of concern. Young. We want young, Carm. I want young. I'll spend on young people. I won't spend on old people. Higgins and Pittman, by the way, back-to-back in uh, 2020 draft, round two. Okay. First two picks of the second round, York. T. Higgins, 
33rd overall, the Cincinnati. Michael Pittman Jr., 34. Cole Komet in that draft. Not that he's a receiver, but... Well, what do Pittman's numbers look like for Indianapolis? And then Chase Claypool was the uh, 49th pick. Um, Pittman's Pitt- number okay. for Indianapolis. I'll, I'll tell you. Yeah. And this is why I kind of like him. First of all, with a, you'd say inconsistent quarterback Very play. inconsistent quarterbacking. In his career, he's caught 69% of his balls. I like that catch percentage. He's got 2,500 yards, just over. He had 1,000 yards two years ago. He had 925 this year. He missed a game. And he's got 11 career touchdowns. So he doesn't have a lot of touchdowns. Hasn't found the end zone a ton. He had one as a rookie. He's played two years or three years? Three years. Three years. He's the same class as Higgins. Those guys. So you. he is one of those guys that you got to start thinking about the extension for. Because he's going to be a free agent. After so you're year. asking yourself with that, even with a limited quarterback, is he worth whatever you think you're going to pay for him? Waddle might be right. Like He might be too similar to Claypool. And he's not as like twitchy and getaway, but it's more size and strength. What happened to Indianapolis's offensive line last year? It just went to the crapper. They York. used to be the, to the dominant crapper. line. They were the dominant line. Well, look at, you know how it. You know what happens. Teams get old. Teams lose players to free agency. Teams get injured. Guys get hurt. I mean, I, I think Nelson, Quentin Nelson can only play one position. He can't play five. That's your problem when you got one stud. It's all those things. And then a bunch of different things around him. It's all those things. So they're looking at Quentin Nelson down there and going, even as good as he is and how much we're paying him, he doesn't make that much of a difference because he can only play one position on the line. Bob's in Palatine on ESPN 1000. Hey, Bob. Hey, guys. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Hey, listen, um, I think everybody's got this wrong. We need two big offensive linemen, and one of them has to have the attitude as own Cruz mm-hmm. to be able to keep everybody in line, to be able to, to teach the new kids that come in and be able to solidify and be a rock for the next 10 years. The other one, I want a beast out there that just scares the crap out of defensive linemen that come in the end. This is going to save Justin's. Justin's career, and it's going to make every receiver and every running back better. Are you getting that in the draft? No, you're getting in free agency. agency. 100%. Bob, you agree with us? Free agency, right? Yeah. That's where we're going. Free agency and drafting. Let's draft a big one, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe both. All right, Bob, thanks. I like the idea of some... some you, you know what I want to have if I'm going to draft? I want a wrestling background. Yes, you've always said that. What did Olin Cruz do Wrestle. in Hawaii? What did Jimbo Cobra a do? I think it was a state champion, if I'm not mistaken. What did Jimbo do? Wrestler. Jimbo Cobra. Jimbo, oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Do you know that they used to draft wrestlers? Yeah. Carl, Carlton Hasselrig didn't play a lot of football. You know what he did? Wrestled. He wrestled. He's a wrestler. You always said that. You yeah. want the wrestling background. Mongo's, guys, guys that wrestle, they're tougher than nails. Mongo tells a funny story about getting into a fight in practice once with Jimbo, and he yeah. knew instantly he made a mistake. Yeah. And Mongo's a pretty tough dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he, and he oh, tells yeah. a funny story about Jimbo flipping him, and he goes, I forgot he was a wrestler. Yeah. And you don't want to mess with those guys. Let's go to, we got time for another one before we got a yeah. break. Let's go. Let's take a call. Josh wants to talk Bulls. Josh, hold on. We'll get to that. We're going to get to Bulls, Josh. We'll get to that. Hold on. Uh, Brian in Midlothian on ESPN 1000. Hey, Brian. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. What's up, Brian? Um, my question is, I keep hearing people just saying that the Bears should trade with Houston and then trade after the trade with Houston, trade with Indy, but is that actually realistic? Or is that just like a giant pipe dream? I think it, I don't, I think I don't that's know, Brian. I mean, like a 15% chance possibility <laughs> yeah. of trading back twice. Trading back twice, 15%. Trading back once, 
I'd say it's probably 85 to 90%. Think about that gap in between them. Yeah, that's yeah. a big gap. Yeah, yeah. No. But I think the first trade back happens. I don't know if the second one happens. Uh, Joey G in Melrose Park. What up, Joey? What's up, guys? How are you? Good, man. Good. What's up, Joey? I just got a question for you. Uh, let's say, for instance, Carm, the fantasy comes true for T. Higgins. Right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Does he want to come here and play for the money? Or does he want to come here and play for the money and Eberflus? Because in my thought, hey, the Broncos got Switzerland money that they shipped to and Sean Payton. Yeah, why what not go to Sean he goes to Denver to help out Russell Wilson? Why not go which to receiver are they getting rid of? Yeah, now they they've got, got to get got rid too of, many receivers. Yeah, too. they've got too many receivers well, out there, and they got to pay Judy eventually. Joey G, thanks, man. Like, would would he want to come here? Look, if the Bears traded for him and agreed to pay him the kind of contract he's looking for, I mean, normally guys are going to follow that opportunity to really have an unbelievable payday, especially when you're young. You might be a little bit more choosy after you've made some money, right, Eric? And you could say, "Eh, I want to try to win something if I've never done that, and I'll pick my spot carefully." You can do that after you sign a five-year, $100 million deal. You know, I think in a situation like a 24-year-old who's you know, going to strike it rich, I think they're going to go where somebody's going to want them and pay them a lot of money. I, you know, I don't know how choosy they will be. Let's put it that way. In Denver's cap space, they got about $13 million left to spend. Yeah, they're not. I mean, they, they, could, they could rearrange mm-hmm. some things and create the space you need. And then end up paying him later on, you know, giving him a big signing bonus over four years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, get the cap number in the first year down where it's manageable for them. But uh, then it becomes more and more difficult as time goes on. All right. We'll take more of your calls. So we got a few people on the line that wanted to just discuss bowls, too, and what they should do at the deadline. And there's this Kyrie update from Shab Sharania uh, Stadium in the Athletic that uh, Kyrie's requested a trade from Brooklyn. So we can talk about all that. The T. Higgins stuff is fun, if nothing else, on this Friday, uh, the week before the Super Bowl. 312-332-3776. We'll be right back. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Mike North has the bonus playing about 30. I'm going to breeze through a few more of these calls and then discuss Jordan Day and if that's a thing or not. <laughs> Black and Abdallah tonight, 6 to 8 after Waddle and Sylvie. We're going to cross talk with the boys in about 40 minutes. I hijacked it. It's Ryan Sandberg Day. <laughs> Somebody at a Bears blog, Abdallah was saying, was trying to claim it was Devin Hester Day. Look, it's it's silly enough as it is. Yeah. If it's anything, it's Jordan Day and that's the end Period. of it. It's not Rhino yes. Day. I love Rhino, but come on. Right. It's not Devin Hester Day. No. Sorry. It's one day and it's one day uh, only. If it's anything... Well, then, you know, you could technically do two Jordan days. You could do April 5th, 4, 5, 2, 3, 45 and 23. Well, yeah, you can, sure. You know, so we could. And then what, for one other game, somebody stole, I think they were in Indiana. Sylvie knows the story better than I. I think he was covering the team then. Somebody stole his jersey pregame. And he had to wear Orlando. And he had to wear, was it 11, Chris? I think 12, 12. and it was Orlando. 12. It was 12. Yeah. And it was Orlando. I'm sorry. It was not yeah. Indiana. You're right. It was. It was a good job, Chris. So we and missed no name on two, the back, right? Yeah. No name on the back. There was no yeah. name on the back. Yeah. Yep. So one, two, twenty-three. We missed that day. Oh, damn. We oh, did. we got to go back. Now. Well, you know what you oh, can do? You can do the month of December. You can do 12, 23. Do the month of December. The whole month. 
Just Jordan month. Let's call when we just, get there. Just ignore the Jordan, Jordan month. Just ignore the conversation. Come on. This is just such a forced job. Twelve twenty-three. What's my the matter, you lord? Guys? I don't know. I don't know. We'll what have football about. talk I, in I, December. I, I, that's true. I'd rather celebrate <laughs> Devin. I'd rather celebrate Devin Hester's highlight film. Go ahead and play the uh, minute and twenty-five of it. All right. <laughs> I, mean, I could make Jordan's a minute twenty-five. If no, I sped it up. If I sped not. it up real fast, how dare you? I sure, you, sure you you can do it, but you wouldn't, ca- you wouldn't capture every highlight. Look good. You wouldn't capture every highlight. Oh, how dare you? Every the inbound pass comes into Jordan. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. That's the best one there right go. there. That's all you That's need. The best one. Yeah. We'll call. We'll call Craig Elo on that day. Or right, we used to do that. We'll call Craig Elo. No, and, we used to. Remember? And then, I mean, yeah. It. Yeah. That right there, folks, is the best one. That's, That's it? my favorite Michael Jordan moment. It was the first one ever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even uh, even his sixty three against the Celtics. It was when that. the Celtics realized there was nothing they could do to oh, stop him. The but they, he was still only a one-man team. The but they realized there was nothing we can do to stop this guy. Right? That wasn't as good as the, the shot over nope. Elo. Well, I'm with you. That's it, man. That shot over Elo. And the reaction. And Jim Durham and uh, Johnny Red Kerr, the late. Both of them now have passed. Jimmy Durham and uh, Red Kerr. The, the reaction. It's the best one. We'll play a few but more. But we do this every May so? and June. So? Every time it's an anniversary. Dude, this is, it's also this the is only sweet. thing we you know did during the, the pandemic, This is too. Sweetest Day. Yes, that this is, is Sweetest Day. This is fabricated no. because it's the Friday before no, 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 the Pro no, 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 Bowl, no, no. which isn't actually being played. This is, and now Kyrie Irving has yeah. hijacked it, it, ESPN. It's funny. It's ESPN's full day of coverage to Jordan today is now done because they actually have something to talk about today. they're talking about Kyrie. No, seriously. All of the shows today, it's Jordan Day, Jordan Day, Jordan Day. Well, now they have yeah. actual news. So now, oh, oh sorry, all, all that stuff is, is the, by the way. the guys that have been spending three weeks putting it all together yeah. are pissed. Yeah, sorry, oh, kid. They're, they're filing I mean, uh, union listen, grievances and all types of things. Jordan, release some shoes or something today. I mean, come on. I mean, really, make up Dollar's day. Yeah. yeah you know, like, you, you want to make me care about this day? Let me win some shoes. Like, give all the respect to Jordan. Absolutely. My my point is, who woke up today and was like, yes, not today me. is Jordan Day. <laughs> no, you no, didn't think that until you saw it on TV or someone tweeted no. it to you. You yes. know who it is? It's the same people that when it became 2023 said Happy Jordan Year. And we're yeah, like, I didn't oh, get that either. What the hell is that? Like, hey, oh, but now Jordan. the day is okay? The day's okay. okay. It's one day. Right. The year is silly. Come on. You don't know the difference. This is sweet. I hope you get your wife something for sweetest day. <laughs> nothing for sweetest day. Come no, on. Nothing for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Here we go. Steve's in India on ESPN 1000. Hey, Steve. <laughs> hey, fellas. What's going on? Hey, um, I kind of got a different take on this T. Higgins thing. Uh Love the dude, you know, but uh, I'm, I'm, I've been doing a lot of critical analysis on this, uh, what we need to fix. And our number one thing that we still need to fix on this team is the quarterback position. Mm. And Justin, Justin is that guy. We've dedicated to that guy. So when you drill down into the thinking and you ask why on the certain things, you know, why, what do we need, who, where, we go to offensive line to make Justin better. Or do we say wide receiver is going to make Justin better? And, and yeah. you know, and I just I'm thinking it's OL. Both. And then I, in, in, I, if you look at the draft this year, very strong on move tight ends, and very strong on uh, explosive running backs. 
so we don't have either of that. And that might be a cheaper way to go to give him something explosive to throw to mm-hmm. and be able to get the OL we need. Uh, right, like inexpensive, right? Like finding running backs late, yeah, that's fine. I don't mind that at all, Steve. I mean, no, you know, I, drafting running backs, sure, they're going to replace one running back, so they'll draft one somewhere. They will. Seventh I mean, round. Yeah, well, it doesn't have to be seventh round. Free but I mean, agency. No, I don't want to do that because then. I, no, I'm not signing the free agent, signing a rookie free agent. Oh, rookie free agent. A kid that didn't get drafted. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's a fine option. No Saquon, no Josh Jacobs. No. No. Mm mm. Uh, they need O-line help and wide receivers. The number one biggest need on this team is a pass rusher. More than anything. You need two O-linemen, you need two D-linemen, period. I think pass And your O-linemen can important. come from free agency. You've got to look at what's available in free agency and say, where is there a, a plethora of possibilities? The plethora of possibilities is on the offensive line, so let's address the offensive line. And then get one of your defensive tackles to be in the middle and draft one of those guys. And where are we at now? Now we've rebuilt the offensive line. We've rebuilt the defensive line. Like, Come let's, on now. Let's, say, let's just play this game because it's fun, this pipe dream. The Bears go out and acquire and pay T. Higgins. Why would that prevent them in the least from signing an offensive lineman or drafting one? I don't. It wouldn't. Of course not. I mean, so I don't know why. No, no, you can't get T. Higgins. You got to get an offensive lineman. I don't know why yeah. you can do both. And I mean, the, I the whole, everything, uh, uh, all the, um, all the things that you need to search for on this football team, all the areas of need that you have. 60% of those will be answered by the time you get to the draft. Mm. 60% of what you need should be answered. The final 40% comes from the draft. There you go. I just laid it out for you. Yeah. So all this and all that and all this, one month from now, when they start getting dirty, and that's what you're going to have to get when you're going to sign these free agents, high-priced free agents on the offensive line and the defensive line, when you're going to get dirty... Let's get it. Let's get it on. It's in one month. Yeah, right? let's get all sweaty and greasy, and let's make it happen. Let's get it on. Adams and Wheaton on ESPN One Thousand. Hey, Adam. Hey guys. So one, the Jordan moment that I like is I think it was in the same series with the Elo, or maybe it was a year after. Remember when they had the quote unquote Gerald Wilkins, the Jordan stopper, the Jordan stopper and then sure. he, and then he hit. The game winner over him. I feel like that so was it's like oh, ninety. So it's th- like you could you couldn't even stop him either. Yeah, no, and I feel like that was ninety three, if I'm not mistaken. But I got to double. I got to go back and double check at him. But you're right. For a while, they had uh, the they had uh, the, and the then Jordan it, stopper. Atlanta. I, Atlanta. It was Stacy Ogman yeah, was Stacey the Ogman. Jordan stopper. I want to say no one can um, stop the guy. I want to say the Bulls knocked them out and uh, Jordan destroyed them in '93 in the conference semis. But I got to go back. And you're right. You're right on that. Cause, Am I uh, right on that? Yeah, because uh, Gerald but Wilkins my, was acquired heading into the '93 season. There you go. So it was '93, and the Bulls beat the snot. My, out. Uh, but my Bears take was so I saw this on Facebook. Don't know how legit this really is, but. The Chargers are talking about releasing Mac. So mm. I saw a report saying that the Bears could get him back. What if Washington doesn't tag Payne? That's it. Yep. And then we have, you know, trade down to four, like to two, and then we go back to four, and then we get either Carter or Anderson. Then our 
defensive line is done. Yeah, I don't know if the Khalil Mack thing, I'm not, uh, that one would be a head scratcher to me, like bringing back Khalil Mack. Uh, the pay well, thing, you'd, totally. You'd, you'd be bringing him back at a discount. You, you wouldn't would be, be paying him what you paid him. He'd be coming back to say, all right, no, here you go. Let's have a party. Well, all right. I mean, I guess for the right price. But I, I, that, that doesn't seem like, I don't know. I feel like you've been there, done that, and they're going to go out and address it with younger players. And Khalil Mack's on the other side of 30 now, you know? It's money, Carm. Just, it depends how much. Yeah. That's what it is. It's all about money. You don't mind the quality of a Clomac. Why would you mind the quality? No, I, I As don't. long as it doesn't cost too much. Okay. That's all. All right. Well, I mean, what's that going to look like, though? Clomac's going to come back and play for, give me a number. I mean, 10 million. 10 million? There's a number for you. Okay. Is that realistic? Clomac playing back in Chicago for $10 million? If you've got nobody that wants you, you're going you're gonna to play for what something. What does that say if nobody wants you? Well, the, the price is too high, and then you've got to bring your price down. You got a house for sale, and you price it at six seventy five, and you don't get an offer in two weeks. What do you do? You reduce the you price. You lower the price. It's not that nobody wants your house. People want houses, right? But your house is priced too expensive. Mm. So if you're a, if you're a player and you're out there and you want an X amount of dollars, and nobody's biting. It's not because you can't play. It's because the price that you put on yourself is too much. That's it. You heard it here All first. Right. Yeah, I guess you could maybe sell me on that then. I didn't think uh, you would, but I guess if you told me for $10 million. Somebody wants to pay him $14 they need pass million. Rushers. If somebody wants to pay him $14 million a year, you congratulate him, you shake your hand, and you move on your merry way. Okay. They do need pass rushers. I think more than almost anything else, as many holes as this team has, and as much as I love fixing the offense first, uh, the Bears' lack of talent on the edge and inside is it's all. I mean, 20 sacks. Give me a break. 20 sacks in a 17-game season. And the leaders had 70. Come on. Uh, they've got zero pass rush. You can't really win in this league if you have zero pass rush. I mean, I, you know. That's almost uh, one point leg, two sacks a game. That's it. I mean, Josh is in Columbus. Hey, Josh. Hey, boys. Appreciate you guys feeling my call. Sure. Hey, you know, one thing that I've been kind of kicking the tires around a lot on with the Bulls and the deadline is, like, we're stuck with, like, a lot of players, but we're not stuck in terms of money. Um, I think one of the easiest ways to buy ourselves or to get ourselves out of the hole is to simply just buy ourselves out of the hole, right? We could act as kind of like a proxy or like a third team in a two-team trade where sure. we take salary back in exchange for draft capital. Absolutely. I think that's why that deal was floated with the Lakers, Josh. You know, like, yeah, the Bulls will take the expiring deals of Beverly and Westbrook and get a couple of draft picks so that the Lakers could clear that at a player in Zach Levine and the Bulls get some drives. So you're right. And it just well, adds to their chest of being able to like that war chest of then starting to like wheel and deal those uh, those first those first round picks. I mean that seems to be all the rage in the NBA anyway. You want to stockpile them if you can. Yeah, I mean I think the issue with that trade in particular though is you're kicking the can super far down the road. Mm, I mean those yeah. picks are what 20, 27 and twenty seven and twenty nine. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I mean let's face it. Like if unless the team can get turned around and headed in the right direction here, like AK and Eversley's are probably won't even be here to make those picks. Yeah. Um, so I'd like to see something a little bit, you know, a little bit, a little bit closer to yeah. uh, to next off. That's a good. That's a good call. Yeah, and uh, maybe that's what they do at the deadline next week. I mean, Adam Amin was on with Waddle and Sylvie yesterday. He, I got the impression from Adam that he feels like not much is going to happen. If I could trade Vooch and Caruso, I would. I mean, I would explore Zach too, to be honest. But if you can get a first round pick for Caruso. I think they said they want two, but I mean, be realistic about it. If you can get a first rounder, you know, how much use is he to you where you are now? Vooch is a free agent. If he's not part of your plans, why not? So if you get a first round pick from who, 
Where will it be? I mean, it's a ninth. They haven't been able to pick what seventh. I know. Remember, seventh so three years in a row. Picking eighteenth. Picking eighteenth, nineteenth. Really? Yeah, you might use. I guess in... it doesn't make a difference. You got him. He's only cost you what? What? Eight million? Nine million a year? Yeah. All right. You got a first round pick for him. And then you pray to God you can. I mean, you didn't hit at four with Pat Williams, did you, or did not you? Yet, not yet. Did you hit or did you? Not yet. Three one two three three two three seven seven six for Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN One Thousand. A lot of threes. That was when, you know, like, you hit six. What was it, six or seven in the first half? I think it was seven, right? Six. Was it six? Thanks, Chris. You I'm pretty six. sure it was six. Yeah, whatever it was. That was a lot of threes back then. Today, you do that in a quarter. <laughs> back then, it was like, whoa. But it was all, it also, sorry, Yurk. It, yeah. it also came from a star who wasn't known from shooting threes. Right. And then all of a sudden, on the biggest stage, amazing. he's doing something that people didn't really see before. It was amazing. And I, it's absolutely right. So he got the shrug. And he got the shrug. He, walked, he ran by the table. He looked at Magic. And he's like, I don't know. 92 finals. Game one for his career. Michael Jordan took. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> 1.73 point attempts per game. 1.7. The game was very different. when we tell, And when we tell you when six and a half was like, whoa, man, yeah. it was insane. <laughs> Absolutely insane. In the playoffs in his career, Michael, he did up that number a little bit, Yerk, in the playoffs over his career. He took 2.5 attempts per game in the playoffs. Michael was a thirty, about a 32% three-point shooter for his career. 30-32%. That was it. Didn't shoot uh, a whole heck of a lot. At the risk of having Black and Abdallah yell at us, no, nah, I'm going to say it anyway. Let him yell at us. I don't mind it. It's uh, This is somehow... Well, since you're saying it, I'm going to let him yell at you. <laughs> it has somehow become Jordan Day. I didn't even think about it, you guys, until Zetterman texted me this morning. You're right. I got the text from Danny early. I, I had no idea. I mean, Danny was texting me at like 6.30 this morning. <laughs> it's Jordan Day. And I'm like, what? 2-3, two, 2-3. Three, two, three. I'm like, oh. Oh, okay. I'm like, all right. Is it his birthday? Yeah. No, he's, Michael oh, does so turn we, we're 60. Gonna have, we're going to have to do this for his birthday, too. Well, what are we going to do for his birthday? Michael turns 60. Well, it's it, not it, my birthday, so I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> like, I, I was here. here. Here's a fun one, right? Here, here's a fun little rant. Wishing someone happy birthday that you don't know, you've never met, never and they met. will never hear it. That's yeah. always a fun one. It's, it is a fun well, Happy it, birthday to Michael Jordan. Okay. Michael, listen. He, he doesn't know that. He's he, the, he won't hear it. He's still Michael. He's still the goat. I feel of like, of course. We, but that's not the conversation. We, we're we, talking his birthday. We must pay homage. Really? We're going to do the sixty for sixty. Michael Jordan on February seventeenth. Boy, Michael turned sixty. I okay. Let's do that. Carm, I want for that day. What day is that? It's, it's coming up. Seventeenth. Okay, the seventeenth. Can you come up with your favorite sixty moments? No, no. From Jordan's. Why? Wait, hold on. I thought you were. Coming Wait, I thought we were paying what is this? homage what is this? to the great. You're going to thirty. I'll do thirty. No, no, no. I'm not doing 60. no. Don't put this 60. on me. 60. sixty. We want to hear it. We will. We will block off thirty minutes for it. Nah, I don't know if I want that under. Well, you, you don't want to celebrate okay. it now. No. What are we doing? I changed my mind. Well, what happened, Carl? Yeah, what happened there? 
Sixty's a lot. He's old. He's an old man. If you told me when it was like when he turned forty, it'd be different. I'm like, I give you forty moments. Sixty. You're right now. You're pulling a right. an ESPN television move know, right now. You, totally you prepared this entire day of celebration, and then Kyrie yeah, news came down the it. pipeline, and you you not ditched only, it all. I hope there's that, breaking news. He sloughed thirty off on me. Yeah, yeah, well, I know. Come on, we're in this together. I didn't say nothing about Jordan today. What's the matter with you? Nothing. What's the matter with Did me? Did you guys see the... Um, <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm happy to remember Michael Jordan uh, for what he was in the 90s. Did you guys see the with movie... With the Bulls, a player. Did you guys see the movie Hustle that Sandler did on Netflix? Yes. It was good. But he, that video of Dr. J at 60 dunking. Uh, like, can Michael still dunk at 60? He could still dunk, right? You'd have to ask him. Well, like Chris sure said, we don't still, know. I'm sure he could still. Do I it. don't know. I used to think I could jump over a key. I couldn't jump over a little uh, a little car today. No, I'm I, sure he could uh, still a dunk. hot like, wheel. I couldn't jump over a hot wheel. Today. Is it going to look cool? Probably, probably not. not. But he yeah. can do it. Yeah, he could still dunk. You're right, but it probably won't look nearly as like that's just graceful. a height thing, right? Isn't it? Like he's not. He hasn't shrunk. Eh, well, you shrink a well, little. You still got to have hops. Your knees got the hops. You can't. Your knees aren't quite as pliable. Jordan to dunk. He's going to do it. Yeah, he's going to do it. Wingspan. I'm sure he's pretty close just by standing straight up. Right. That's the thing. He barely has to get off the ground. His vertical would probably have to be about 18 inches to be able to dunk. Right. Don't you think? And Michael could still do that. He could still dunk. Now, can he go up six, over somebody six, and dunk? Six, no. Six foot no. six. Is no. he switching hands? And no. 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 But just a basic dunk. And I got news for you. He's not averaging 10 points a game in the NBA either. That's another dumb thing I hear all the time. Yeah, well, yeah. Michael could still average 10 a game. No, he no, couldn't. Not no more. He's 60. Not no more. No, he couldn't. Let's he barely honest. averaged 20 when he was 38 playing for Washington. He's going to give me a break. 10 points. I mean, it is a soft league now. Oh, Carm. stop it. Uh, That's players, true. Players it is today. A, I mean, they, 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 they roll out the red carpet to the yeah. rim nowadays. It's an offensive league. Taking? And, then, and then Murray. Did you see the guy? They had a fight Murray. yesterday because one guy got hit in the uh, Family Jewels. Yeah. Well, yeah. And oh, then this yeah. Family Jewels, uh, they're trying to decapitate people back well, in the day. Well, I think Dylan Brooks like, yeah. took a yeah. shot at uh, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Shocking. A, a dirty play from Dylan Brooks. Yeah, yeah it know, was right. a dirty play. It was dirty. Definitely a dirty play. Right at the ball. But the, that, big deal. They were trying to they're trying to take heads off. Uh, oh, I know. Please. Look, um, look at some, uh, some Detroit Boston Celtics highlights. To see what fouls really look like. I mean, they, they, yeah, they but at least they, had with nothing, two arms they didn't do below the belt, though. You don't know that. No, You never know what happens in a pile. Um, <laughs> do we have time for a few uh, Rosillo cuts do real quick? Whatever you want to do. Rosillo was out with Waddle and Sylvia earlier this week. What does he week? think of MJ Day? Oh, yeah, is this uh, in reaction to today's he's, events? He's celebrating an entire... He's spending the whole weekend, you guys. I don't know if you know this. I'm sure he is. Jordan Day. Uh, Rosillo was talking about the Bulls, the looming trade deadline in their current roster construction. Here was Rosillo with Waddle and Sylvie talking about the state of the Bulls right now. So I kind of respect the fact that they were proactive about it and said, you know, look, DeRozan's a really nice player. That contract, a lot of us thought it was kind of high, ridiculous. Who are you bidding against? He's been awesome, and he's totally worth it. I probably want to re-sign him. Um, Levine, I get paying him. We can get to that. The Caruso, Alonzo, like the whole thing. I was like, you know, I actually kind of respect him going, hey, can we just not be terrible and then see where this goes? And then last year was, you know, a bit of fool's goal with that start. You're wondering how they were match up in the playoffs, and then it kind of plays out the rest of the way it does. So I'm, to me, to be totally fair and then adding Gooch, I was like, I almost just respect that they're going, let's just be competitive and then see where it goes. The problem is, is the rest of the East got way better real quickly. And, you know, it's been a conference that on that side had been down, been down, you know, in comparison to the West for over a decade. And now it's stacked. Like, they're not even close to those teams in the top four. So I think the lesson in the Vooch thing or any trade is that you go, okay, 
if we're going to do this, what does it guarantee us? Moving these kinds of assets, what does it guarantee us? Despite the fact that if you just look at his straight numbers, you're like, man, what a really good player. The problem is in today's league, you know, a big guy, as much as he can shoot and he can pass and facilitate, does a lot of good things, he's really skilled. You're like, does it really change our profile and our outcome in the postseason? And that's not really the case. And they did the deal anyway. And I understand why they did it. Like, back to the original point, having some respect for them going, let's just be competitive first. The problem is there's like seven or eight teams I like talent-wise better than them. So, okay, trade Vooch, trade Caruso, kick the tires on what some of the other guys are. You know, Levine's number's massive, so I don't know what's the, the, the likely outcome of this is, is, a, is a move that doesn't really move the needle all that much and change who they are. And then the fact that this pick, even though it's top four protected, but the way they flattened out the lottery odds, like just deciding to tear it. I don't know that they'd be bad enough to think they're going to get in that top four or get lucky to keep the pick anyway. So they're really stuck. They're an average team that's bad on offense, okay on defense, with some nice individual pieces, and it's gone south real quick while the rest of the teams around them all have gotten better. I thought that was a really good summation. It's better than picking seventh. There's no way they'll be bad enough to be in the top four. But they're not really they're not even close to being great. They're just sort of okay, and do we just have to be okay with that? Like, I thought that was a good summation. Yeah, better than what it used to be. That's Miserable. True. Yeah. You built an okay team, but where where are you really? Where are you going? It's This is in the NBA, like what I always say. You're just sort of, you're, whatever analogy you kind of want to use, you're spinning your wheels, you're banging your head against the wall, whatever it is. You're just sort of like. That's where they're at. Yeah, you're sort of there. You're not awful. You're kind of competitive. Sometimes you're going to win. You're going to be good teams. Maybe even you win a playoff series someday with what you've built. But other than that, what are you really? I don't know, man. Not you're much. not enough. Not much. When we come back, Mike North has the bonus play. We'll try to grab a few more of your phone calls, too, before crosstalk at the top of the hour. 312-332-ESPN. We'll be right back. Working from home or back in the office? Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. A little over a week away from Super Bowl 57. Mike and I uh, took a little early look at the line, the total, some prop bets, a few different angles, and covered a lot of ground on this week's episode of The Odds Couple. It's available now. Listen on demand on the ESPN Chicago app. You can also get it tonight, 8 to 9, after Black and Abdallah, and then tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Mike joins us now for the bonus plays with us every Friday at this time. He hit the bonus play last week. Let's try to do it again. Mikey, what's going on? Oh, I don't know if we're going to have it as easy as we did last week, guys, with the Chiefs. Uh, they got the job done. Congratulations to them as they're going on to the Super Bowl, which will be happening next week. So we got business now to take care of, uh, Carmen. You're good to talk to you guys. And uh, you know what? I'm looking at the NBA, and we have some NBA picks tonight on uh, the odds couple, so hope everybody tunes in. But uh, one that caught my eye, one I've been uh, looking at, uh, I did all the homework on it. It's very simple. I don't have to go over who's on these teams. In fact, uh, these two teams change addresses uh, probably with players yearly, the Orlando Magic and the Minnesota Timberwolves. (laughs) There's no doubt. I mean, they're under the radar when it comes to the NBA. Uh, but the over-under tonight is uh, 229 and a half. I would grab it right now. Uh, everything I've seen that I've 
got, come up with says it should be about uh, even higher, 231. I would think it would be an under game. Uh, I got it at 231, so I'm going to take the over. That's the only pick of the day, fellas. And this way we can get about our business and continue to fight the inflation that plagues this country right now. Fight the inflation and build the bankroll for next week. That's the <laughs> most important part, That's Mikey. Right. So over in the game tonight, Magic and T-Wolves, right? It's not, hey, it's, it's not entertaining. It's a tough game to sit through. But you know what? As long as it wins, it's a great telecast. That's all that matters, my friend. That's it. Talk to you next week, Mikey. You guys See are the you, best. Thanks, later. Mike. There's Mike North, that North to North over in the match. We uh, got any horse picks this week? Oh, we did. Yeah, there's a uh, another stakes race. There, there's a 20-pointer. There's Jim Miller gave out three races at Gulfstream. So go oh, listen to the podcast. The Fountain of Youth, maybe? Uh, no, no, it is not the Fountain of Youth. That okay. is not one of them. That's not there yet? No, not okay. yet. I would have remembered that name. Last week was the Pegasus, but that was yeah, a long I, shot. I didn't have it. Art Collector. Art Collector, 15 to 1. Art Collector came in, yeah. Very nice. Reggie's in Bolingbrook on ESPN 1000. Hey, Reggie. Hey, guys. How y'all doing this Good, afternoon? Man. Great. Hey, how are you, you know, one, I'm doing well. You know, one of my favorite uh, Jordan moments is when he used to stand in front of the scorer's table and clap his hands together and put powder in uh, Red Kerr's face. Oh, yeah. And after a, yeah, and after a while, Red Kerr started putting on sunglasses and putting on the umbrella hat and yep. all of that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. And I used to love that, man. <laughs> you know, it was just so funny, man, you know. The simple things. I just I wanted like, to know what y'all thought about that. I like that, Reggie. It's not a moment or anything like that. It was Michael's little pregame routine and he did do that forever and red used to have fun with it i think lebron mimics it a little bit maybe as a homage to the goat to one michael jeffrey jordan who oh, will turn 60 here in just a couple of short weeks we've got three 20 point races this week three of them hmm. you've got the withers at aqueduct okay you got the holy bull that's the one at Gulfstream. at Gulfstream park and you got the robert b lewis at Santa Anita. Okay. All races, 20 points to the winner. Eight to second, six, four, two, all the way through. They pay through fifth place. 20 could get you into the Derby. 20, too. I think the number last year was like 26 gets so you into you the go. Derby. So these 20-point races now, you win this one, and you then, place third in a race further down the line, all of a sudden you've got enough points to get to Kentucky Derby. Derby and remember how important that was last year. When Rich Strike got in, yes. So it was Ethereal Road mm-hmm. that kind of got in, and she scratched, and Rich Strike came in, and then Rich Strike was the winner. And Rich Strike was the winner last year. Go so figure. go figure. I mean, it's all out there, Carm. It's all out there. So you know, all these races that you see now are horses building their resume to go to the Kentucky Derby, mm-hmm. which will be here before we know it. And then May seventh, I, I, I can't believe. Wait. Car May 7th? You know what? First Saturday in May? It's always the first Saturday. I believe it's May 7th. Uh, it is May 6th this year. May 6th yes. this year. May All 6th. right. May 6th. May starts on a Monday. That's May a good 6th. day, Carm. It's a good day. Oh. May 6th. Uh, what a weekend it's going to be. The weather will still be nice. Oh, baseball will be back. Uh, go ahead and make fun. Go ahead. No, why would I make fun of baseball, Carm? Yeah. Such high expectations in this city. You want me to read you one? Can I read you one quick baseball thing? Please do. I don't know. If I didn't get out of here, but I can't get worse than the Michael Jordan Jordan stuff. Hey, it can't get worse than the Michael Jordan stuff today. How dare you? I was, I was just told that uh, the racing at Aqueduct Great. has been canceled. How dare you? Because what? of cold weather. Uh, no, and the, uh, yeah, no, I'm just, so I got, I got, oh, I got really? called in. Yeah, and uh, the uh, Santa Anita 
only has four horses in four, one of the races. Four horses. The stakes race only has four horses in it. What's a? It's a. Per, Dude, prep I'm just race? telling you what he said. Oh, I don't wild. care. Was it Eddie Olchuk? No, it wasn't Eddie Olchuk. I would have put Eddie on. What about this? 16 seconds left. Bulls down one. Michael against Russell. 12 seconds. Mm. 11. 10. Nine. Jordan. Jordan a drive. Hangs. Fires. Yes. Scores. He scores. The Bulls lead 87-86 with five and two tenths left. And now they're one stop away. Neil, as we, I love Neil. As we remember the life of Michael Jordan. <sighs> no respect. No, there. Is, I respect me, Jordan, no, no. but not on some no, no, made-up no, no. sweetest day holiday for him. No respect. Let me read you. The, can I read you a baseball thing real quick? For real, Yurko, you, uh, take a I'm guess. I'm listening. Kyle, Horse racing. I'm listening. Baseball. Oh, I was going to read him. Trying got, to get us fired. It's got to do with his team. Oh, Danny wants us for a meeting after the show. No, he doesn't. Go ahead. Let me hear he it. He wants you to because the way you've... Y- your attitudes Your today attitude towards Michael Jordan. Are very poor. Can't wait for 6 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's where you guys are really going to cover As it. we remember the life of Michael Jeffrey Boy, Jordan. you guys better not be here the day he does die. Holy cow. Whoa, I mean, what are you Whoa. doing there? You're killing Whoa, off Jordan. Don't kill Jordan. That's not a laughing matter. It doesn't even matter. That's not a laughing matter. Disrespect That's now. bad. My That's bad. God. You guys are unbelievable. I thought you liked him. I do. You guys are unbelievable. You don't even want to celebrate. Uh, I don't know what we're celebrating, <laughs> but uh, Yurko, you want to know where the Cubs rank in Kylie McDaniel's farm system rankings? Take a guess. Cubs game. Uh, they're ranked seventh. They're ranked eleventh. But that. Uh, oh boy. That's up for. That's up eight spots from where wow. they were a year ago. Boy, let me uh, let me order some season tickets, huh? What do you think? Arm. Guess where the White Sox are ranked. Nineteenth, uh, uh, worse, twenty fourth, twenty fifth, twenty fifth. Yeah. Oh, their cupboards are full. Yeah. He oh. goes. It's been a few years since the White Sox uh, produced anything more than a role player. Garrett Crochet, Michael Kopech, Dylan Cease, Andrew Vaughn, and Luis Robert are pretty darn good. Are a pretty darn good group. Hard to keep contending though with an ownership and post cap on payroll and nothing more than role players in the system now. Good news is Colson Montgomery looks like he'll be a guy. Uh, that guy. Maybe in 2024. Brian Ramos very well could be. Oscar Colas is on the borderline. Noah Schultz could be a star if it all clicks. Bad news is that those four are basically the entire system. Oh, boy. For the White Sox. And they probably won't have a top 10 draft position anytime soon. So the White Sox are down 25th. Cubs 11th. White Sox 25th. You know who's in the top 10 again, York? Every year. Every Houston. The Dodgers. 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 They just win, and they're back in the top ten. So who's that? Yankees. Orioles one, D-backs two, Guardians, who did well last year and have a very good farm system. Yankees four, Reds five, Waddle's happy. Dodgers six, Rays seven, Rangers eight, Pirates nine, Cardinals ten. There's your top ten. Listen, we're going to talk more baseball before you know it. Spring training's right around the corner. Oh, I, I can't wait. You think I'm, I'm, I'm joking. I'm not joking, Carm. I can't tell. I'm so excited about this baseball season. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why coming when we in, come back. Coming up in two minutes. Yes. We're also going to cross talk with Waddle and Sylvie. MJ's got the final word brought to you by Bath Planet. Carmen and Yurko present today's final word. Because you had to be a big shot, didn't you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's final you word. had to have a last word. On Carmen and Yurko. Malone is doubled. They swat at it and steal it. Here comes Chicago, 17 seconds, 17 seconds from game seven or from championship number six. 
Chicago with the lead.